How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much is you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. David Banner. Hey, ever seen a Chevy with the butterfly dough? That stunt is a habit. Hit like me. Hey, ever seen a Chevy with the hit like me? Hey, ever seen a Chevy with the hit like me? Hey, ever seen a Chevy with the butterfly dough? Stunt, stunt is a habit. Put it in the house. Stunt, stunt is a habit. Put it in the house. Stunt, stunt is a habit. Put it in the house. Hey, ever seen a Chevy with the butterfly dough? Stunt, stunt is a habit. In my engine, 26 cents rims. Got fadeaway money. Bitch, I'm ballin' out the gym Got my old school bumpin' Hip wheel on my grind If you think a nigga broke out your monkey ass mind yeah. Diamonds on my pocket yeah. Hand on the pine Bitch, you touch and die Your mama do the second line Screams fallin' from the sky Surf fallin' in my cup Old school Chevy thing Come down, nigga What got diamonds in my mouth Got some Gucci on my seat Got G's on my ass Bitch, it's cold when I speak Got a freak on my arm Got a charm around my neck You can go on past the mic Watch about to catch wreck Still screaming out my Pistol in my hand, south side, so cold Big face on my chain, 84's on the frame Big bodies coming down, hogging up, so lame a habit, hit like me Hey, ever seen a Chevy with a hit like me? Hey, ever seen a Chevy with a hit like me? Hey, ever seen a Chevy with a butterfly dough? Stunt, stunt is a habit, put it in the house Stunt, stunt is a habit, put it in the house Stunt, stunt is a habit, put it in the house Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that come from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in that Tonka, color of a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast with your host Rod and and Karen. I'm a motherfucking monster. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're back for another feedback episode yes. with the fans. Yes, we are, guys. And of course, if you're listening right now, um, and you don't know, you can you can find this podcast, The Black Guy Who Tips. Uh, just search for that on iTunes, Facebook, or Podomatic. Mm -hmm. Put in The Black Guy Who Tips and we will come up. Uh, and you can always, you know, join us and do feedback with us like this. You know, where you respond to our show and we respond to you. Yes. And, uh, you know, we work hard at this and uh, I don't know that every show is out there doing this. So this is something that uh, we really want to promote and uh, it's kind of our thing. And, you know, enjoy the show if you're listening today. Yes. Um, and if you're not, you know, then fuck you. Because you ain't listening. How would you know I said that? <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> and, of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, don't forget you can call the show 704-557-0186. You can email the show, theblackguywhotips at gmail.com. 
And you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rider Miss Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are really listening for the first time. Because we had Sarah J on the show, and she has so many followers yes, on Twitter. Yes, and we thank you guys for listening, and we hope you guys enjoy the show. And we enjoyed uh, doing the show with Sarah J. We had so much fun with her. Yeah, I think Larry Lake like want to fuck Sarah J. Because he keep hitting me up on Twitter about being on the show. <laughs> and he was he never... All, he all over it, ain't he? Yeah, he was never trying to get on the show before Sarah J popped up. Well, Sarah J, bring them all, don't she? Mm-hmm. Come one, come on. Corey, uh, I talked to Corey from, uh, you know, the Morning Jones, and he was saying he didn't know black dudes was into Sarah J. Oh, like you got big ass and big titties, and that, that crosses all borders. Seriously, I've seen a lot of black men into Sarah J, literally. Yes. They've been inside her. <laughs> so of course let's uh go ahead and get into the show uh we i don't think we had any donations this week okay so you know that's kind of sad but hopefully the people that didn't know donate to us with the help com. yes and donated to sarah okay. j and yes. her uh roommate who got in a car crash and you know really could use y'all's help so uh you know hopefully that's what happened with the money and maybe we'll see some next week cool because we about to go of our bandwidth so <laughs> <laughs> if they can hear this shit uh please donate because <laughs> y'all motherfuckers do want to hear this podcast we're getting kind of popular um and of course you can uh go to the uh blackouttips.com look on the right hand side and that's where the donate button is help us live our dreams yes but it is a good thing that we're reaching it though don't get me wrong but you don't want to be downloading and they be like mm-hmm, can't no more bitch we you kick you out yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right man so um, let's go ahead and do some voicemails to start off with those first. Yes. All right. So, bam. What's up, Ron Karen? It's Joe School. Um, it's checking in on everything. Uh, wanted to leave some feedback about the show about um Drake. I think it's episode one sixteen. Drake talking about he getting his ideas from Winnie the Pooh. That, that guy needs some help. He he. Somebody needs to go get him a therapist or something to get him some some feedback. Cause that, that ain't cool. Eeyore had no personality, and you know, Crystal Robin, you know, he was kind of funny. But, um, on another note, I wanted to, um, even comment about Rod's question about the kings and queens and if it's generational or cultural. I honestly think it's, it's, um, a cultural thing because at first, you know, if you listen to like the old Nas albums, like in, from the 90s, he was talking about, you know, that we descended from kings and queens in Africa. I think he did it, you know, you know, to let us know that, you know, this is where we came from. This is our heritage. This is how we should walk. We should take, take pride in our heritage. Now it's more like he was just using that as a, a crutch. You know, where it says, I want to be treated like a queen. And, you know, she can't be treated you like a king. So, you know, that's all I'll call them say. I'll let you later. Bye. All right. Well, that's Trojan Scooter. Um, thank you, man, for right for calling in. Thank you. Uh, here's the thing with the king and queens thing. Um, I find I hear it a lot on these relationship shows, like the shows that the player hater goes on. Uh, the search for his podcast just put in the player hater on uh, iTunes. Um, the shows that he goes on. There's a lot of, it sounds like older generation mm-hmm. black folks talking to each other and they're always, you know, saying I'm looking for my queen, I'm looking for my king. And I always just wonder, you know, where that comes from because depending on what side you're on, you know, I don't, I don't put anyone on a pedestal. 
And not only that, I also think it's a generational thing because you have to think when you deal with older people, you're dealing with uh, people that were, it was really instilled in them. Your African roots, your African heritage, you know, mm -hmm. that's where we came from. The motherland, put your fist in the air, you know, pick cones, afros, all that type stuff. So when they grew up, that was, hey, you know, the queen and king thing. And I think for a lot of them, it's just ingrained in them to be like that. But for us, mm -mm, we're not like that. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, because I just think it's weird because you're setting yourself up for failure when you're immediately putting somebody on a pedestal and putting yourself on a pedestal. Like, I'm a king looking for a queen. I'm a queen looking for a king. No, I'm just a person looking for another person of the opposite sex or whatever you, you know, are into. Like, I don't know why you need to start with these titles, you know? It just seems like you got to do away with the titles, and, you know, I'm just Rod being Rod in my house, you know? I'm not... The king of the castle, and she's my queen. She got to do this, that, and the other. I don't know. Just seemed like a lot of work. Yes, and sometimes it could, I'd also think it could be a more of a controlling thing too, because once you start getting into those titles where I'm the king and I run shit, you gonna right. do what I tell you do, bitch, and you run into issues when you get into those type of things. Yeah, that word is weird, and then the submit word is weird, and how that's used in relationship talk with it. Like, well, you know, the queen should submit to her king, and blah blah blah. And it's just kind of like you know that you can put all the terms you want to a around it but pretty much once you're in a relationship you're not if you're not equals in some way then you know shit is gonna shit is probably gonna mess up eventually yeah know? and uh, when he was talking about the uh uh the winnie the pooh mm -hmm. yeah winnie the pooh cast with some of the lamest people ever so that goes to tell you that it's gonna be lame with a whole bunch of honey <laughs> I thought that shit was so boring. Like, Winnie the Pooh is one of my least favorite cartoons. Mine too. Like, no one actually, like, we remember the iconic imagery, but nobody really just like, remember that episode of Winnie the Pooh where he got stuck in the tree and needed some honey? Hell no. no. <laughs> nobody does. At Rodimus Prime, at Say That Again. What up, Rod? What up, Karen? This is your boy, Key, calling from AZ and enjoying the show lately. But one thing I've noticed, man, is how you're doing these subliminal musical drops. The show with the comedian, when you were talking about the Diablo show. Why was you playing C.O. Rick Ross, Push It to the Limit? Like, it was so on point. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like you were talking about ain't no racing in jail. And then it was like, Push It to the Limit. <laughs> and it was like so... <laughs> it was too visual for me. Like, I almost couldn't even listen to that part of the show. And you're a thousand percent right. All they got to do is show those little kids, hey, you, you, you might get fucking ass. So, you, you did all that. <laughs> Peace out, that girl at Diablo on Twitter. Like, the, like the, I guess this is a girl coincidentally got her name. And one of her most recent tweets was, Bitches, I'm Mexican. And I don't know what she means by that. I mean, is Diablo Mexican? Or is she saying, why y'all messing with me? Because I'm Mexican and y'all, all these brothers just keep clowning her. Like, just saying, yeah, yeah, Dragonfly Jones trying to pick her name, telling her she needs to change her name. But you stay strong at Diablo, the fake at Diablo. Push it <laughs> to the limit. Also, the Sarah J show. There was another subliminal song you was bumping in the background. It was talking about doing it hard. Stay hard. And I was like, this made a lot of this part might be a genius as far as these subliminal music drops. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it was a coincidence. <laughs> Another thing I caught on that Sarah J show, I got a glimpse of the Rod at work or the Rod with white people voice because you were saying, 
what the fuck, man? Like you said that so many times, or you said it a couple times, you weren't saying it so many times, but the times I caught it, I was like, oh, this dude right here is funny right here. What the fuck, dude? But anyways, <laughs> y'all right, um, I gotta go to this class and stuff. It's a hypnotist class. I live in the state of Arizona. And you're right, they actually might be hypnotizing me and got me so... The racism is so deep that, that I actually forgot that there was racism here. Anyways, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm about to go meet Sheriff Joe. Peace. <laughs> All right, Aww. man. Well, that was Key from Atypical Sports. Yes. He was a guest on the show a while back. Um, yes. And Key, you know, as always, thank you for calling, man. Thank you. We appreciate it, man. We do. Uh, we missed your calls for, you know, it's been a while. Um... He touched on so much. Uh, the musical subliminal drops is all coincidence. Okay? Yes. Yes. There's no rhyme or reason no. to the music. It just happens to be up underneath at the right time. Exactly. Yeah. So y'all keep believing that. Um, the other thing, uh, the other thing is uh, the chick that's Diablo on Twitter. I saw her, and uh, Diablo is the lady, uh, <laughs> lady, the <laughs> person thing. I don't know what the devil. So but she's the one of the people on Scare Straight that talks to the kids and scares them straight. And uh, you know, I think he uh, hit it um, home when he said that uh, people are harassing the chick on Twitter named Diablo. Yeah. But I don't really participate in that kind of shit. I don't really take uh, pride in being blocked by people. Um, it's not one of my things. Um, and uh, I just left her alone because she's a normal person. Like, why Why are we fucking with this normal person? She didn't know that Scared Straight was going to introduce this new person. <laughs> yeah, and she shouldn't have to give up the name or anything like that. I just think people think it's funny to pick on people on Twitter. And hopefully she's taking it... Uh, Taking it in stride. I don't know. I hope so. Hope she don't do nothing to get locked up like the real one. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what's up with uh, Keith thinking Arizona wasn't that racist. That was, he was tripping. That, when he was it's on, everywhere. All across from sea to shining sea. Well, we've talked about Arizona a lot on here. Arizona yes, is Arizona been, and Florida. Uh, well, Arizona, for the buck of last year, uh, beat the record for the most... Uh, uh, state articles on our podcast. Well, yeah, and they were all race based. Yes, you know? they were. They wanted them to change the the, to- the 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 skin tone of kids on a mural on the side of a school because yeah. it wasn't representative of the fact yeah. that they had so many white people yes, in their school. Kicking out the Mexicans. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what he was tripping. Anyway, yes, I-, I think he was hypnotized. Yeah. All right. Next one. Next one. Hey, Robin, Karen. It's Lashonda S two B D R A on Twitter. Karen finally gave me the courage to call and send an email and all the time, even though it took a couple of weeks. Yay! I'm loving that you guys are keeping the show coming, even though I'm falling behind. And I just wanted to say that I don't care what anyone says. On that first episode of Beyond Scare Street with the women, they smuggled them women in. Them, them, those weren't women. Those were men. I don't care what anybody's trying to tell you. Those were men. Also, I was a little nervous about the Fair J episode. I'm, I'm not a big porn person. I'm not a porn person at all. I'm like, oh, God, it's just going to be two hours of porn. But it turned out to be a real nice episode. Interesting question. She sounds like an interesting lady. I'm sorry to hear about her friend, and I hope her friend does get better. And, yeah, you guys just keep up the good work. Hope you'll be able to donate a little bit after I get my news fixed. So, you guys take care. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling, Shonda. Thank you. So you, you, you begged her to call in? 
No, no. Like me and her been going back and forth, and she's been saying that she was gonna call in. I told her go ahead. I told her we went gonna bite her. Right. Well, uh, I think uh, first of all, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Um, of course, the uh, the, sh- the the show with Sarah J. I don't know what you were expecting. Like, what do you think we're gonna just have phone sex with her the whole time? Or? <laughs> They're gonna break out and get naked and let y'all yeah. hear everything going on back here. Ooh, Sarah J. Let me look at them titties. <laughs> Oh, fuck this podcast. <laughs> like, I, I mean, you know, there's really not much to say. I didn't want to, you know, this show, we don't just do the normal interviews and shit. I don't, I think that's boring. I don't want to have guests on. I don't care if it's fucking Obama. I'm not having him on and then asking him the same question I can hear on CNN. Like, I know it's so. That's boring as shit. Yes, so, sir. whenever I have somebody on, uh, whether it's, you know, when we did the show with Bamani Jones, whether, you know, the show with Steve White, like, I would like to be a little different than everybody else, so, you know, there's no need to be afraid. We're still going to do our show. Yes. So, regardless of the guest, we may ask them a few questions, but the majority of the show is just going to be the same format, so yes, don't worry is. about that. No. Um, and thank you for calling in, of course. You thank know. you. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think those those things were men in Beyond Scare is great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next, uh, next email, voicemail. Hey, you are Karen. This is Emmanuel Prime. I listened to the podcast with Sarah J today. Now, if I heard Sarah J correctly, it seems that her mom was one of the greatest stage moms of all time. And she forced porn her daughter at a young age, and now we have one of the biggest freaks in porn. And her mom saw the raw, untapped sexual appetite in her 14-year-old daughter. <laughs> only the sleeve is a teacup or you would notice. <laughs> speaking of porn performers, I know that Cherokee has a new rather large tattoo on her ass. I mean, I'm not a fan of large cats on women's asses. I mean, to me, it's like the face of the Egyptian pyramid or Mount Rushmore. <laughs> um, going back a few episodes, when you two talked about Diablo from Scared Beyond Scared Straight, uh, you did mention that she had a daughter. Now, with a name like Diablo, the birth of her daughter can only be explained by a lot of the Greek mythology. I mean, her daughter's father just spawned from Diablo's head like the Greek goddess Artemis did from Lucifer. <laughs> or maybe after being cut in a vicious knife fight, her daughter came into existence from Diablo's steel blood. The last piece of feedback I'm going to get from you guys, um, could you please tell me, please, how can a 13-year-old miss two court dates? Now, I remember the little man off of uh, Beyond Scared Straight. Um, he was in the situation where at the end they said he missed uh, two of his court dates. Now, maybe his car broke down or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's 13 years old. Uh, maybe he couldn't get off from work. Oh, wait. He's fucking 13 years old. I mean, I understand that his mom, you know, she's probably doing it on her own, but it's her duty get her child to the court date. Well, that's all I have this week. Love the show. And I hope you two continue to make magic on the podcast. Follow. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, Thank man. Thank you. Um, for, and that was of course Magnum Prime you can follow him on Twitter that's his Twitter name um, yeah it was a little weird cause um, you know Sarah Day's talking about her you know home life and how she was raised you know I'm not the type of person to sit around judging somebody so you know even if I thought it was weird that's her home life and she still turned out to be who she is so 
you know, fuck it. Like, what am I going to say? Like, oh, your mama shouldn't have did that. I don't know. I don't know how your house was. It's a lot of people out here that got regular ass jobs walking around not happy as Sarah J that had different upbringings. And, you know, it's, I'm not going to judge you because of that. But, uh, yeah, her mom was about it for sure. Yes, her mom was crunk. Um, as far as uh, Diablo having a daughter, who would fuck that? Like, how did she get the sperm? She must have raped the shit out of some dude. That's the only way that I can explain it. Like, she was wow. not playing. No, that or either, I don't know what it is, but some dudes won't turn down pussy for nothing. Well, like, it, it won't even matter. If it's dead, it's pussy. They own it. I don't I don't envy those dudes. I don't want to know any of them. Um <laughs> the 13 year old missing court. I I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I thought he ran away from home and and maybe that's why he missed court, but if 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 it's anything to do with uh just, you know, they just didn't show up. Um then that's probably on his mom and you know, maybe that's why that kid was on Beyond Scare Straight and yeah. doing crime in the first place. Maybe she just didn't have the time. To be able to keep him out of trouble and keep a roof over his head. That's true, too. So, you never know, man. That But that whole show is very fucking depressing. I think I'm done watching that shit. Wow. Like, has no thank you. To catch a predator, at least I can laugh at the pedophiles. But yes. this shit is too much for me. All right, next one. Hey, what's up, Rod? Ken? Uh, y'all the intro music. Hollywood! <laughs> Uh, there you go. I, I, I have some shit on my mind and I'm going to try to talk about it tomorrow night on my show. Hopefully I can get everything put together and do all that or whatever. But I had to get um, my, my, my brother from another opinion on this one. Um, two things. Hey, first off, my friend's getting married and um, they're doing the, uh, the bachelor party like in a couple of weeks. And so I was like, all right, cool. I never been to a bachelor party. Well, next thing you know, my partner comes up to me, we all work together. He says, uh, it's um, $60, we need $60 ahead. It's gonna be like 10 or 11 of us. And I was like, $60 for what? And well, that's for the girls and the hotel room. Now immediately, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about no girls, nor no hotel room. <laughs> I understand this shit is for him. So I was like, am I being an asshole? But then on top of that, it was like, you know, bring your own bottle and we're going out to eat to like some place beforehand and you know we gotta tip the girls and I was like wait a fucking second this night is gonna run me about $200 $150 easy honestly so I don't know the etiquette on that shit am I being an asshole on that one I don't know let me know what you think on that one cause I, I kinda feel like fuck that like I might give them $60 and like y'all have a good time without me you know and, and let it go but anyway and that and then there's other thing. I started working with this older white lady the other day, and she's like, um, you know, trying to get ingrained in me how hard she's willing to work, even though she's twice my age. And so she said, you know, I'm a hard worker. I've known hard work my whole life. And then a classic white to black woman, and this shit happens if you ever do white people, just said some stupid shit. I done picked my fair share of cotton. What? I looked at this bitch. Ah. Did a motherfucker sit over you on a horse with a fucking whip while you pick that cop? Oh, oh my God. Have you had that moment? Have, I know you said you're moving to the white people, but you got to work with them shit. Have, have y'all had this moment, Kara? Have y'all shared in this fucking moment? Now, she's twice my age. So I expect to be like said nothing. But I'm like, the fuck out of here. I paid my fair share of 
So I don't know if you had a moment like that. And, um, you know, I guess, thank God, we don't have to, to check the fuck up a little bit more. And I'm hoping we keep it in under three minutes. Um, if not, fucking move me and be broken. Y'all let me know. I'll let you. One. All right. Yeah, Larry, you under three minutes, so you good to go, man. Yes, um, sir. The, uh... The, the, oh my god first of all the bachelor wow. party thing I hate when people wrote me in the shit and they don't really know the cost up front yeah. and then they try to hit you on the back end like it's all good nah you need to organize your shit better you need to keep me uh, in, 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 you need to keep me noticed uh, in, in each step of the process Yeah. so you come to me you need to have a finalized you need to have a plan first of all so the first time you email people it should be like I need a head count uh, to see how many people we can get. This is what we're trying to do this night. Yeah, this and is how much the rooms. Co- I mean, inform people um, because a lot of times it it depends on um, the money, you know. Because some people have a bachelor party and they cover the cost of everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. Then some people have a bachelor party and they want everybody to pick up their own costs to pick up their own tabs and things like that. And my thing is this: when you was talking about the girls, I don't. That's like waitresses. You don't tip a waitress up front. You need to see her ass to be sure it shakes right before you invest your money in some booty shaking that you might not like. Well, here's the thing. Um, that that fee is probably just to get them to come out. Okay. And then you have to tip based on, you know, how they're performing. Okay. Um, and $60 isn't that much money as far as uh, a bachelor party. Okay. You know, I've, I've, like I said, when I went with uh, Derek and that crew... I want to say just for the rooms and everything alone, we were already kicking it with like maybe a hundred dollars or so just, you know, just for that. Okay. And of course they were staying like three or four nights. So it was a little different, but for in general, okay, we were doing that. That wasn't counting your food. That wasn't counting your drink. That wasn't counting going out. Okay. Um, and I ended up leaving that shit early because it was so expensive because the point of a bachelor party is to have a great time and to really go all out and to really spend a lot of money and ha- it's just a bunch about it's about excess you know it's the last day this guy's gonna be out which is kind of a stupid tradition if you ask me but whatever it's something that we do um so I, for me personally I wouldn't go uh, I wouldn't feel obligated to give my $60 either I'd be like you should have fucking notified everybody you know if, if somebody if uh, somebody if other people had to kick in $65 because I pulled out then maybe then I would give them 60 if that's the you know if they really it's a last minute pull out but if you give me the price to me that's the first time I really am going to make a decision whether I'm going or not that's right so when you pull out like okay it's $60 that's actually your first time really asking me am I in or am I out that's true and then when you start breaking down like oh then you're going to do this you're going to do that nah nah I'm good you know what I mean but but Karen's right the tipping thing is definitely something that is fine with me when it comes to you strippers because you don't pay strippers up front. Can you imagine if he said, okay, the strippers are included in the $60. You don't have to tip. Man, it would be the laziest strippers of all time. Like, you don't already, they might not even show up. Like, what is the incentive? Strippers work off strictly cash basis, man. That's true. So you have to give them some type of incentive. You can't just say that. But uh, what was this other question? It was uh, the strippers, and then the other thing was, uh, oh, the white lady at work. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why she would tell you. And that's, it's those racially ambiguous things where, like, 
is that like I want to know is that a phrase she uses all the time when she's talking to anybody or is that something she specifically says to black people I mean is that how she says she works hard is it you know I was cleaned up the kitchen and I I, I cleaned up the bathroom today honey you know I'm a hard worker it's just like when I be picking cotton you know like is that her thing and on top of that like me and Roger has said and for those of you out there I know we have people from all races get you friends from other races please get you a mixed culture of friends so they can be like the nigga on the day prayer show and say nigga don't say that right they can just stop you because that was very inappropriate and who knows how many times she said it and obviously she ain't got an ass whooped yet so she ain't crossed the right person to say hey I mean I don't even I think obviously uh, I think actually in 2011 the ass whooping for saying something racist is that shit is done. Like it's not gonna happen as often. I mean, it might happen once in a while, but you know, this is those days are done. You might get cussed out, but yeah, more than likely, people out. are just gonna roll their eyes and walk away from you. Like if you listen to the radio and you listen to political talk and sports talk, like the vim and vitriol that is out there right now, mm-hmm. like the racism is like barely touching on it. You know, like. Being racist is just a drop in the bucket compared to most of the shit we hear on a daily basis. So, I don't even think people are going to react and smack you up or something. I just think people are going to walk away and dismiss your opinion. Like, I guarantee Larry doesn't take her opinion seriously. Like, and you can't. Why would you, though? Yeah. I mean, because that was very ignorant to say. And I'm assuming that she figured out because you were black, the hardest thing you ever known is work is picking cotton. It's some harder shit than picking cotton out there to do. Well, that's if, like I said, that's if that's one of the things where she doesn't say it all the time. Okay. Or maybe she got nervous or maybe she thought she was cool like it could be so much yeah. but it's such a weird ambiguous statement like why would you say that you know yeah, and it's not appropriate in the workplace uh people trip me out with that stuff yeah so anyway uh last email and this one is is email. long a uh, voicemail I'm, I'm about to say wait, wait a minute this one is long and uh i'm letting it go over because uh margaret hasn't called the show in a long time so here you go Hey, Rodney Sherry, this is Margaret. I know I haven't called y'all in, like, forever, it seems like it. Um, just want to chime in on the, your last two podcasts. Um, the first one that y'all did was um, Chris Lambert. Um, I can't remember the title. Oh, Beyonce Fair Straight. But after I watched it, first of all, I was on a bus, and y'all talking about that Diablo chick. And I was thinking, like, oh, my God, they think y'all, like, beyond scary. I don't know, baby, because I don't know, something about really really manly chicks they're like i can't really tell that you were kicking that chicks kind of freak me out like so i'll sit there like oh my god i don't i think i don't know what i'll do if she was yelling at me like for real then i watched the episode and some some of the chicks i can't remember what she out, but she felt like she was taking it as a joke like she wasn't really taking it seriously and everything i'm like really Oh my goodness, I didn't know who she was until after. 
Yeah, I did the whole thing. And I went and looked at it. I was like, her boobs are like so nice. I'm sorry. This may sound like gay, but still. I'm like, oh, goodness. And then her ass was just tickling. I was like, okay, then. I got to do some glow spots and stuff to get my booty fit right. But, um, what's up to y'all mentioned that you um, the study about is monogamy dead among you? And it seems like it's so much, um, of course, the study that they show too. But it's, it's, it's like nowadays, it's hard to find anybody that's strictly exclusive. But even, I, I maybe say, like, I, all the people I know who ever dated, Maybe only three of the couples was actually strictly exclusive to each other. And everybody else is like, they say they're dating, but just have somebody on the side. It's like, it's like popularized having side chicks and having main chicks. That's the reason why I'm thinking, because I said, I am not going to be nobody main chick and you have some side chicks. No. Either we're going to be together or not together. Or maybe friends and benefits, maybe. But no, we're, I'm not gonna be, we're not gonna do all that much stuff going on and diseases going around. Like, you can catch us one of these hoes and come get with me late at night. No, you can stay over there with that. And then the dude who had sex with hogs, somebody, if you can cut penises off as a punishment, that's the craziest penis off. That was nasty. And I really hope, I don't know if they, we eat hogs meat or not, but if hogs meat is like part of hamburgers anywhere in the world, do not sit on him. Because I do not know we can. Can you, like, if, like, a, um, a cow is a victim of STD and we eat the cow, can we get STD? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. That was quite nasty. They should just cut his dick off and then send him to the little jail, the, day, the jail from beyond Pear Strait. And then he can't cut somebody and anything. So he just. Ooh. Dang, I cut off. Oh, well, it was over three minutes, so. Sorry about that, Mario. I was clicking on something else by accident. Um, but look, <laughs> the Sarah J thing, that's funny because a couple people didn't know who she was until after we did it. And somebody hit me up through direct message on Twitter. I'm not going to say their name. But then they was like, yo, man, where can I find her work? And I'm like, Google her. Like, Yes, Google her name. She's out there. Twitter has made people so lazy. And porn is everywhere. So he Googled some of her work and he was like, yeah, man. I, so I, I, I Googled her work and I was checking her out. And uh, y'all's podcast made real good background music while I was jacking it off. <laughs> I was like, ugh, don't tell me that. That is nasty. I did not want to. I did not want to know that. So now we officially background sexual music now. Yeah. I can even jack off and listen to a podcast at the same time. You know we got music going on too. It was just right. Oh, anyway, uh, as far as when Margaret was talking about uh, when Margaret was talking about uh, relationships among the young people. Yes. Um, she's right, man. I, I mean, it's. I don't know that it's ever been worse or better or whatever. I'm not trying to give a historical reference, but yeah, young people, you know, that really isn't the time for most of y'all to commit anyway. Mm-hmm. You're not going to end up together for the majority of the time, so why even worry about nope. it? I know you now, and I might not know you two years from now, eight years from now, ten years from now. You might... And that's the hard thing, because when people are young, and it's weird, though, when you're talking to younger people, and not that I'm that old, but you know, when they like 14, 15, they think 21, you're going to die tomorrow. You're like, nigga, what? You're going to get old one day too. So, you know, it's like they can't 
um, look that far in the future, so I completely understand. Yeah, and the friends with benefit thing, just, I don't think, I think it's just relationship denial. Like, people uh, constantly throw those terms out there, but most of those things end like relationships end, and you just called it something different, but at the end of the day, let me guess, you broke up because they got too clingy. Guess what that means? You had a relationship. You know, it's kind of like those jokes I was tweeting out the other day where I was like, uh, if you give your jump off a, a, a plane ticket, but it's only a one-way plane ticket, is that a relationship? You know, like, when people, like, people are in relationship denial. They just try to say that they're not, but it's like, you know, you are taking the risk of getting a disease, or you're just basically giving up on monogamy or whatever, or maybe you're just trying to act like you're cool with it, but typically one of them is lying. One of them really wants to be with the other person, and they're just saying, well, I'll just take this type of relationship instead. And hope it turns into something else. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, man, let's do some emails. That's all the voicemails. Uh, Gary writes in, I thought you guys would enjoy this story. I became a big fan of your show when you had first had Patrice on the show. Uh, I missed hearing her on KATG. Keep up the good work, guys. And we miss hearing Patrice on KATG, too. We do, and um, thank you for being a listener. Yeah, and I'm so happy that uh, she even did this show with us a couple times. And, you know, I definitely will have her back if I can, man, because she's so awesome. Yes, she is. But uh, the story he sent was, police taser man 11 times before he complies. Oh, good God, what drugs was he on? I don't know. They need to up the voltage. I know. What they had it on, 25? Police, uh, Chickasaw police officers recently got a bit of a shock. They dealt with the suspect so unruly, officers had to tase him at least 11 times before taking him into custody. Police were called to a domestic dispute at a Chickasaw home Friday night. Inside, they found 27-year-old Denise Ray, Dennis Ray Maloney Jr. of Lawton. Police say Maloney was undressed and unruly. He just kind of snapped, became violent, and the wrestling match was on. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! Can't wait. I know. Uh, is, uh, Lieutenant Persk is one of the two officers punched during the scuffle. There were no serious injuries. Wow. It took three police officers, three taser guns, and numerous jokes to get Maloney into custody. Whoa. Did he, did he walk in and he just was like, woo! <laughs> yeah. Let's get it on. He's like, is that all you got? <laughs> Give us some more votes, coppers. Uh, oh my god. He was on some really good ass shit. He was on the juice and he was getting some votes. He was on that juice too. Uh, <laughs> the, normally the taser is very effective. People want little of it. They get right up and are ready to go to jail. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Why did it take so many jokes of the taser to take the suspect into custody? The police said the suspect was under the influence of drugs. He had to be, because that is the only thing that will have your ass so wide that you don't feel it. Well, he is very lucky that the police he, felt compelled to keep tasing him instead of just busting a cap in his ass. What? 11 times? And three of them? Yeah. Yeah, he he, he, he met the nice cops that day. Alright, we got another email from my boy Phil. Hi, Rod and Karen. I've been meaning to email you guys for the longest, but never got around to it. But after your last show with Sarah motherfucking J, I had to. Sarah J seems cool as hell, and she is sending you porn. Yes, she is. Yes. And guess what, fellas? I got Sarah J's phone number in my phone. Hey. Oh, yes. I can never call her, but I have it. 
Uh, that has to be the equivalent to initials on some titties. That is like writing on titties. What is the writing on titties differential these days? Because that is definitely worth something. Uh, it's nice to hear Karen co- become more comfortable on the mic. Her random thoughts are great. However, I did notice she curses a lot more. And let's not get, uh, let's not, and let's not forget the reckless use of the C word. <laughs> yes, she is cursing, calling people crackers. I don't know what it is, Phil. I don't encourage this behavior. I want you to know that. <laughs> when we off the, off the air, I never say, can, can he curse a little more and start calling people racist words? That's not a talk that we have. That's only when the red light comes on. Only when the red light comes on. Mm-hmm. You're going to slip up at work one day. Uh, for a while, I thought she bought some of that $300 for loco off Craigslist. Uh-huh. I hope you didn't get caught up in that bus, Karen. No, I didn't. You guys are on your way. I see sign titties and chest in your future. If anyone says different, I got my sword ready. Just kidding. Uh, Black Guy with Tips 2011. I'm in. Thanks, Phil. Thank you. We appreciate the email. We do. I'm working on Karen trying to get her to stop cursing so much and uh-huh. not call people racist words, man. It's, it's, it's hard, man. This is a hard life, man. I told y'all she beats me. And this, is what, this is what happens. <laughs> Brandon writes in, What up, Rod and Karen? It's the handicapped spokesman of the Black Guy Who Tips. It's the official handicapped spokesman. Um, yes. Your boy, I Walk Less. Shout out to tippers all across the world and strippers that inspire such generosity. You see that, Lane? <laughs> Tip, strippers inspire that generosity. Don't take that away from them. It's my birthday, Karen, and you and Sexy Deidre are you and Sexy Deidre finished with the lotion process? <laughs> What's that? What does that mean? Last night, Deidre said that she needed a hug. So I tweeted her back. I said, well, I'll hug you back. Then he talking about he going to get a camera. I told him, no, this is a private show. Oh, so what about the lotion, though? Oh, no, he t- he was telling us to put some lotion on for the show. <laughs> what, Wes? What's wrong with you? Stop trying to get my wife lotioned up. I'm watching you. I ain't... I treat handicapped people equally, okay? I'm not I don't think I'm not gonna feel sorry for you. Anyway, I will mess you up. <laughs> like stupid. He says Team Epic Nap, fuck Duke Athletic Department, fuck Steve Kerr. Thank God Fisher is fired. Birthday titties all on my timeline. Black guy who tips <laughs> is the best podcast in life. We are all jealous of your marriage. Perfect relationship having motherfuckers. Drunk email out. That's probably why it wasn't that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is awfully short. He's doing yes. his shit right now. Hey, happy birthday, Walk Less, happy man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, Gabriel, or Gabriel, mm-hmm. Gabriel, I don't know. Oh, I'm going to say Gabriel. He, he writes in, Rod and Karen, what's good? I want to touch on a couple of things. Nah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't write it. It's all in italics. That's how I read italics. Uh... What's good? I want to touch on a couple of things that I brought up in the podcast this week that were brought up in the podcast. I started I started following Chris Lambert about 10 minutes ago on Twitter. From what I see, he's pretty hilarious. I like his comedic style and he's definitely worth a follow. I think it's funny that people ask comedians to make them laugh in certain situations in which they aren't getting paid. Because we talked about that with Chris. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, hey, I'm a comedian. I'm Chris Lambert. Make me laugh, funny man. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm at a funeral. I can't. This doesn't seem appropriate. No, it's not. Anyway, um, people, people see it as one of those dream jobs, like being a professional athlete. 
that people just love to do so much that they would do it for free. Yeah, right. Which is pretty much bullshit in my humble opinion. That's right. Not to throw myself in on the level of professional comedians, but I'm a graduate student. T slash TA, teacher's assistant, in math, and when people found this out, they start asking me to solve dumb equations or ask me some philosophical garbage that I have never considered because it isn't that important. Like this one chick that works on campus asked me why she has to use numbers. She's a cashier, by the way. Who the hell asked that crap? I (laughs) I wanted to respond with, the reason you use numbers is because your daddy forgot to use a condom. Bet he won't make that mistake again. But I didn't. And I walked away. Good choice. That was smart. Yes. The reason I think people tend not to ask doctors for things is because they are insecure and think that doctors are pretentious jerks. Uh, I was at P.F. Chang's last night and some lady was collapsed on... <laughs> collapsed on the ground with two men surrounding her. Then this old lady walks up and asks... My husband is a physician. Can he be of any assistance? And instead of taking the help, they gave her a look that screamed, Ho, ain't nobody ask you. You know know what's crazy is that that woman was drunk. And she just came there and was crying and ate somebody else's food. And then passed out. And the police came and she was calling them little faggots and lesbians. It was crazy. Yeah, that's that's why she told that woman to go away. Yeah. Callback joke. Should have wanted to listen to Sarah J episode. Uh, The Sarah J podcast was really cool. I've been a fan of her since 2004, which incidentally was the year I started college and first got high-speed internet. Hey. Yeah, because 56K is not going to cut it with all that ass. No, it's not. It's going to make it move too slow. Yeah, one line at a time? No way. I'll be done jacking (laughs) off before this picture loads. Uh, I had a feeling that she might be a cool person in real life. I'm glad I was right. I think that you are all blowing up more than you know. I'm glad I started listening and following when I did. I hope that y'all all get some big old tigo bitties and some juiced up rip chest to sign. Shout out to the Netflix game, Ty Phenom Later. Pope Snoggy High. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for that, man. Thank that, you. We appreciate, of course, we anybody do. that... Uh, Emails in and uh, especially the funny ones like that. Um, all right, and then we had a couple comments on the Facebook page. Uh, let's see, we had Beyond Scared Straight with Chris Lambert, and uh, we uh, definitely had some comments. Let's see, Lloyd says, Diablo, that's my dot 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 girl? Question mark. <laughs> uh, Bill says, if you want to impress your friends, drink a hangman's blood. We were talking about drinking to impress friends. Yeah. Uh, Bill, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not Googling that shit. Uh, Keith says, LOL at the people who argue with you over Twitter. I hate when replying on a trending topic and you get random masses of people arguing with me. Uh, hotel porn is the worst. $15 for no penetration and no money shots. It's like paying to watch Cinemax. Yes, sir. I agree. San Fran may be gay, but Atlanta has to be running a close second. Linux Mall has to be the gayest mall in America. That's all from Keith. Margaret writes, I've never seen Beyond Scared Straight, but um, yeah, that manly chick with the tattooed beard sounded scary as hell. I got nervous from y'all talking about her, and I didn't even see the show. That's one less person for the system to worry about. I ain't gonna get taken in the middle of the night by Thug Leisha. <laughs> and uh, LaShonda writes in Yeah the women's episode was actually The premiere episode Diablo made me slow down while speeding I refuse to go to jail for any infraction Beyond Scared Straight works About the men uh, and the rape Even though About the men and the rape 
even though we all know the officials know it all takes place the inmates know better than to say that on camera because it's not supposed to happen insert side out here mm-hmm. and they can get extra time uh, or in more trouble if uh, if they come out and say it. So basically, I asked why the inmates don't come out and just say, "Hey, they be raping people." She was like, "You're not supposed to." Basically, she said, "But did you see the guy in the hole who was screaming for the little boy? He was like, give me that baby, give me that baby.'" And I did see that, and I was scared. Um, and then we got some comments on the Sarah J episode. Uh, my man GQ writes in, "Why you ain't tell me you had her down, had her on the show, fam?" And uh, he says, congrats on the show, man. Have you seen the webisodes as my boy Griff is doing? Something like that is what I'm telling you back about back in the day. I'm going to call you in 30 minutes and get some, got some music-ish to tell you. And, of course, he never called. Musicians, man. Uh, Can't depend on them for shit. Never on time. <laughs> never on time. It starts with Lauren Hill. It's going down. <laughs> going down since that. Oh. <laughs> Keith says, man. You have Sarah J on the show. You are one step closer to signing titties. Everybody keeps saying that. Uh, if a chick starts stripping, she was on Skype, y'all. She wasn't here. No. Uh, if a chick starts stripping and you call the police, that is snitching and your man could be, should be taken. Uh, your man card should be taken. I want to go to more places where there are women who are randomly stripping. I agree, brother. Well, show me where these places are. Potomatic, we got one comment. My mom took me to Scare Straight Program back in 87. When I got caught stealing Transformers and selling them at school. Needless to say, I ain't been in trouble since. <laughs> Agreed. Yes, sir. And, of course, the last thing we got to do to wrap it up, uh, we got a couple more iTunes reviews. Thank you, guys. We loved your iTunes reviews. Yes. Five stars all around. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. The first one is by Darkside32. After following Rod and Karen on Twitter through Bomani Jones back in September, I finally started listening to the podcast in late December, and it has been one of the best decisions I have made in a while. The show is funny as hell and also very thought-provoking. While waiting for the latest episode to arrive, I found myself backtracking to the older episodes because I can't get enough of it, and it has also turned me on to other really good podcasts that I wouldn't have listened to if I had not started listening to them. Keep up the excellent work. Thank you. Thank you, Dark Side. And then the last one. I've been in the entertainment business for a long time, and I've never been so impressed with a young, up-and-coming duo as I am with Rod and Karen. You two keep it real and keep it real funny. A very hard combination. It's not If you're not listening to this free podcast, get in now before they blow up so big, <laughs> you seem out of the loop for not listening. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Um, we appreciate that. We of do. Course, uh, the the great reviews always make us feel good about what we're doing because yes. you know just keeps us going, man. Because it, it is always uh, you know sometimes a struggle to make shit funny for one, but then more more importantly, there's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes of this podcast, and we're not famous or anything. We're just people that are trying to work hard to be interactive and to, to get to share our life with you guys and you know every time you guys write something in every time you guys call in that means a lot to us because yes, it does. you know it means that you're listening yes and uh you know we i don't know we just appreciate it man we do it means more to us than you guys know so and uh i'm gonna work on karen's cussing and racism i'll see what i can do it's tough <laughs> all right man so until next time of course you know 
look up the podcast, Blackout Tips, Facebook, iTunes, Podomatic. Um, make sure that you're calling the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. Um, don't forget to email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. And uh, until next time, uh, tomorrow when we talk to Scarfinger and Sherry's Joy from Scarcasm Live. Yes. Uh, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. I'm just trying to be that's it. Staying focused on my mind is free. Watch the problems of the world go by like balloons. If tomorrow come down, it might be too soon. Too soon. I want the boom in the back of the truck. Ain't nothing the matter with a good dude having a buck. With that on my mind, I'm on the grind. It ain't breaking down in these three ways. Yeah. These days, I travel the maze like Frank Beverly To the east, looking for pieces of a better me Responsibility of my man's felony Felony, celebrity status Make them think I got celery Hell and I do sometimes Still sunshine ain't even all day The life of a baller ain't even all play I stack them so the chips fall where they must I ain't far from a biz, a dude on the bus Even when I don't have enough Still in God I trust Said baby, you're a star Said I'm on the cusp Seen the jiggiest of stars Become dust and one love become lust for the papers. Had your gas, now that gas became vapors. Tricked your cash on ice, should have had acres. Now your empire fell like the Lakers. So you're talking to your maker. It's the nature of the business. They giving niggas inches, taking miles and mules. It's the wildest rules. I'm trying to walk in the blacks in the proudest shoes. Making music that the crowds can use. Yeah, how the days of your life go days. With sunshine and shade. That's it. Tender window grades and Kool-Aid. Watch the problems of the world. Go by like balloons If tomorrow come now That might be too soon Too soon I want 24 plus on these Put the Pinto engine and the bus on these I get that first class seat to escape the day We break it down in these three ways Check the life, I got that antidote Cantaloupe scent bent back in the sunroom froze Put your flick on pause and Pop a course, no occasion niggas Just because I'm celebrating for a hell of a day Get these barbie fillets on hot charcoal tracks So black, dark, old Pico train play Back. We them freedom fight kids who gon' ball and raise fists Sit shut down for the struggle, come on, y'all resist Everyday script, I exercise cheek Sixteen on the bar, I exercise speak It's been a long time, long hours on the map While y'all stand on the cornerstone like Chris Kiss back, watch your time, wrist back Every second count, but just finish this lap You gamble on your life like casino slots To cash out and still walk with a knock Yo, how the days of your life goes, man Man, I'm just holding my head That's it? Shit, I'm also trying to hold this bread Watch the problems of the world go by like balloons If tomorrow comes down It may be too soon Too soon I furnish the rooms and mortgage on these See them quitting ass rappers cause a shortage on these The soul boys in big Illinois get the praise We break it down in these three ways my mom died from secondhand smoke, so I wish your ass would die from the secondhand rhymes you wrote. I should I call them second rhymes, written seconds before you get to the booth. Words.